Be inspired, supported, and empowered. This is the Global Healthy Living Foundation Podcast Network. Welcome to Talking Head Pain, the podcast that confronts head pain head on. Hi, I'm Joe Coe, Director of Education Digital Strategy at the Global Healthy Living Foundation and a migraine patient for over 20 years. I'm here at the European Headache Congress, and I'm delighted to sit down with the Executive Director of the European Migraine and Headache Alliance. Her name is Elena Ruiz de la Torre, and she is here to talk to us about what she does with her organization and what she's learning at this conference. How are you doing today, Elena? Very well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for inviting me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. So can you tell our audience at Talking Head Pain a little bit more about you and your organization? Well, yes. Yes, of course. I'm working in the field of advocacy for the last 18 years. We founded the Spanish Patient Association in 2004 and the European Migraine and Headache Alliance in 2005. Since then, I've been connected to Europe and to this advocacy work. Our main goal, I would say, that it has changed the future, to leave a better future to the next generation. And we do, we'll do our best. We'll do everything we can. We organize all kinds of activities and projects to change the future. How can we change the future? Well, we are trying to organize projects with a, at, at policymakers level at the European Parliament. We go at least one or twice a year there and we inform them about migraine, what migraine is, we need to change their minds. We need to convince them how difficult and how tricky this disease is. And we need to convince them that they have to approve the new treatments, for instance, because there is no access for, at finally, in the last 20 years, we have a new uh, CGRP therapy specialized for migraine, and now there is no access. We, so we are working a lot and we have had for instance this year one project on access to care we got many responses from all the patients and we finalized a knowing or a, we ended it knowing that in europe you need an average of eight years to get five years to get a good diagnosis and three years to get a new a, a good treatment who would stay eight years waiting in a waiting room waiting for a good treatment how many days are in eight years of one patient full of pain with this explosive brain. Is it fair? Why don't we have this treatment? Why don't we have it easily? Why do we have such a big stigma that they don't consider that they have to put some budget on this new treatment? We developed this project on access to care in Europe. We got some results and we went to the European Parliament to present them. We wrote a statement, a white paper, and then we have been in several countries in Europe presenting it at national level. level. We were in Italy in January, and I am delighted to say that, that if we presented it on, a, if launched it there on a Thursday, on Monday we were called from the Congress of the Deputy asking us to organize a, a scientific committee to talk about migraine. And only a month ago, they approved migraine as a social disease. So we are doing I followed that work in Italy. It's amazing what your organization has accomplished. And that campaign of eight years, thinking about all those moments that are lost in eight years and the pain and suffering and the quality of life that we're not looking at. So that campaign, which I'm also familiar with from the waiting room perspective, is a really powerful image and really appreciate that work. So you're here in Vienna 
and presenting and here as an advocate. What should patients, people living with migraine who aren't here, understand that's happening? What are some of the the interesting pieces of information that you're learning and or are going to share? This question is very important because we all the the affected people with migraine, we all think that we are alone in the world. We are, in fact, because we live it alone at home, hidden in a room. But there is a lot of people working for us, researching for us, researching about our disease. There's a lot of people, a lot of, of scientists that are progressing on their researches and all their knowledge and so on. So this conference here in, in Vienna is the conference that uh, puts together all the science, all the uh, neurologists, all the specialists in migraine. There's nearly 2,000 people talking about migraine treatments, the diagnosis, new, how the, our brain works, and so on, so on. I always talk in a, with patient language, with a patient language. I am a patient, and I am here representing the patient. So the, my role here is exactly that, to tell them all that the patients are here, and they, for whatever they do, they need to count with the advice and the information of the patients. But in this scientific program, and this is the first time that it happens in the way, in, in the last years, we have been invited to participate to the scientific program. And we have created an agenda around stigma. I'm going to open, we have worked already on migraine at work, women and migraine, women at work, access to care. We have done several years, in several years, several projects, but next year we want to focus it on stigma. Because what I see is that science has moved forward very well. It ha- we have advanced in science, in research. We have these new treatments, so on. But the social perception of migraine is the same one than 20 years ago. And also on policymakers. They still listen to us like if we were those weak people suffering just a headache a little bit stronger and this is not so I want to open a round table a discussion here on Friday with all those neurologists and I will g- make some proposals there about the language I think we need to, ch- to make some changes if we have been in the last 20 years saying exactly the same things or we change something or nothing will change in the future so we I'm going to propose to change some things when they speak about migraine to let the society in general understand it a little bit better. That's amazing and I really appreciate, we appreciate your work and uh, look forward to that talk. It's important for patients to know that there are all these healthcare providers like you said here at this meeting from around Europe and the world coming together to help us feel better. And that's ultimately what they're doing. And I always, when I come to these conferences, feel really happy. Like there are people that want us to feel better. So if you're feeling without hope, have hope. Uh, that's, that's exactly the point. You are not alone. There's people that you don't see, but they, there's quite a lot of people looking after us, trying that we get better in the future. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute delight. Oh, thanks to you. Thanks to you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talking Head Pain, the podcast that confronts head pain head on. If you like this episode, please give it an honest five-star rating and subscribe so you never miss another one. I'm Joe Coe, and I will see you next time. Be inspired, supported, and empowered. 
This is the Global Healthy Living Foundation Podcast Network.